Hello and welcome back in for another week of high school football, what we all love doing, talking about high school football, watching high school football. It has been fantastic um, to get these weeks in. Uh, we're in uh, week six now at this point, week five technically. Um, I can't get used to the week zero thing, but we're in week five and it's just been, uh, to me, it's been fantastic to see this the season go as it has. I know that we've had teams in the area that have had to forfeit and everything but for the most part it has been great to see um see these guys get to go out and compete in a game that we all love uh, that we all love to watch so so thankful to be back here again with you this week last week the wildcats took on madison county and i genuinely thought that it would probably be a pretty good game um it was a good game until kickoff <laughs> uh it, it's just amazing to me this this gunnersville team i can't get over how explosive they are and how many weapons they have on each really each side of the ball and you know you 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 watch the first four or five games of Gunnersville this year that you have for film and what do you take away you take away well uh the quarterback is very athletic he makes plays with his he can make plays with his feet but he's also very accurate with the ball downfield especially He's got three really good wide receivers to throw to, four in some cases, really good wide receivers to throw to. So you're like, okay, well, that's what we've got to do as a defense. We've got to figure out how to slow down this passing attack. Well, here comes Logan Pate for 151 yards, two touchdowns, and he threw a touchdown and had an 80-yard touchdown run called back for jumping over somebody, which, by the way, one of the best high school football runs that I have ever seen, period. And he jumped the guy, and I didn't even think anything of it. I know that that's a rule in high school football, but you see it so often when you're watching college and NFL that when you see it on the high school field, uh, you just it makes you it makes you leave your seat. You're just it makes you so excited to see something like that happen. I mean, Logan cleared the guy, and to be able to clear the guy, land, keep going, and finish the run for a touchdown was just simply incredible. But Saw the flag come out. I just threw my head back when I was on the sideline because I thought, God, it's coming back. It's coming back. And not only is it going to come back, but it's going to be a 15-yard penalty in process. So what a night for Logan Pate. You know, we I think we've all um, we've all been watching closely through these first few weeks of the season. I think we've all um, kind of felt that uh, Pate wasn't quite where we uh, – quite running the way we thought that he would be running to this point. And, um, you know, he had, had a good game against Douglas. You know, there's no doubt he did. He, he ran well against Douglas, but still just not like anything that we could see and definitively say that's, that's, that's Logan Pate right there. And to do it against a team like Madison County, to come out as big of a crowd as it was, as hyped as that game was, and to come out and just really, really just show out is, is what Logan Pate did Friday night. It was really impressive. Uh, defense, once again, impressive. Another takeaway, two takeaways, uh, two interceptions. Um, uh, Cooper Davidson snagged one early in the game, and then McKinley Hampton pretty much put, put, the, put the seal on the entire game uh, when he picked off a pass and ran it in from 12 yards out. That's what put gave Gunnersville that 44-10 that to 10 score. But – Gunnersville knocks off the number three team in four in four A, forty four to ten. It's just like at some point, you know, when's this team going to get tested? And it's not going to happen tonight. Uh, I'll go ahead and tell you that Sardis is 
Sardis is having a um, a tough year. They're currently zero and five on the year, and it's it's um I don't know. It's it, very good coach. Coach there does a great job, and ha- he's been there for a long time. Uh, obviously, just a cycle of a down year because they were pretty good last year. And I even went and saw caught some of their practice um, early in the season when they were back in August. And um, you know, I thought they. I, I, just from from watching them practice, I thought, yeah, they're gonna have some. They're gonna have a tough time against Gunnersville and Boaz and and those kind of teams. But you know, I just didn't th- th- think they were gonna have this tough of a time. So I expect this to be another pretty big night for Gunnersville offensively. Probably won't see many of the starters in this second half. But crazier things have happened. I know that's that's what we all say. But crazier things have happened. So we'll see. But I don't see Gunnersville having much of a problem tonight at Sardis. Um, you know, Gunnersville's right now didn't move anywhere when it comes to the top ten. They stayed at number five. We're going to get into the top ten of, uh, of, of classifications uh, later into the show. We're going to talk about who's playing who tonight. We're back in region play tonight. Some people are off. Uh, some people are not going to play because they're, they either canceled because of COVID or the other team canceled because of COVID. So we got some local teams that have had some scheduling mix-ups. Arab and Albertville, one of them. Arab and Albertville both actually doing homecoming this evening. So they were kind of scrambling earlier in the week to figure out what they were going to do. But we'll get into all that in the show. Um, like I said, the main point, though, another big night for Gunnersville last week. Very impressive win. I think they probably opened a lot of eyes across the state, uh, made a pretty big statement. Um, I think another takeaway from last week was obviously that Boaz-Albertville game. Went to overtime, two overtimes. Albertville ended up winning that game. So, good game over in Albertville if you were able to get over and watch that one Friday night. So, good week last week. Um, you know, while while the game may not be super competitive tonight, uh, Gunnersville at Sardis, it's going to be a beautiful night for football. So, if you can't make it over to Sardis for the Gunnersville game, there's plenty of games going on around you. So, go check out a high school football game tonight if you can. Go support these kids. It's been a weird year. And uh, to see them get to play um, week week by week is is really been really been a lot of fun to watch. So get out and support if you can. If you can't, then listen to the Gunnersville Wildcats right here on ninety five point nine. And uh, this is the high school football preview show. I'm your host Joe Cagle, and we will be right back after this. Hello, this is Maury Yancey, president of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce staff, board, and membership proudly cheer the Wildcats on to victory. When you shop local, you are supporting the future of our young people. The commerce in this community helps provide the taxes to support our city schools. If you are not already a member of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, give us a call or come by our office. Join one of the most active chambers in Alabama and one of the largest for a community our size. The Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, cheering on the Wildcats. Factory Connection has the looks you love for less, a lot less. From designer jeans and tops to high fashion, all at down-to-earth prices. That's the Factory Connection difference, with great looks and serious savings. Factory Connection is your fashion connection. Juniors, misses, dresses, young men's, plus accessories and shoes. There's a Factory Connection located near you. Factory Connection, the looks you love for less. And welcome back into the show. Let's take a look at what we've got going on as far as rankings go and as far as who is playing who tonight. Uh, I'll go ahead and say up front, we're going to have Coach Poole, uh, Joel Poole, on the show with us here in a minute, DAR head coach. 
they've had a weird year as far as COVID goes. They've had to post, they've had to forfeit a few games themselves. They were actually supposed to play St. Paul out of Huntsville tonight. That game has been forfeited by St. Paul. So there's another game that DAR loses, but they have picked up two wins in the last two weeks. So I know Coach Poole and his guys were excited to get back out on the field. So we're going to talk to him about that in just a minute. But first of all, let's look at some rankings. Uh, 5A, Pleasant Grove uh, got a big win last week. Uh, they knocked off Central Clay County. So they move up to number one in 5A. St. Paul's goes to number two. Ramsey is at number three. Central Clay comes down to number four. Gunnersville stays put at number five. Alexandria at six. Pike Road at seven. Faith Academy at eight. Demopolis at nine. And UMS Wright is at number 10. And then it's worth mentioning that um, Region 7, Class 5A Region 7 team Fairview um, yet again received multiple votes to be in the top 10. So that team is still kind of hovering around the top 10. And then uh, let's look at 6A. We'll just do the top five here in 6A. Oxford, number one. Sarah Land, number two. Mountain Brook, number three. Clay Chauvel, number four. And Pinson Valley is number five. Up in 7A, number one is Thompson. Number two is Hoover. Number three is Auburn. Number four, Hewitt Trustful. Number five, Central of Phoenix City. And then um, Austin is down at number nine. And uh, that is a team that Albertville will have to play. James Clemens also received votes to be in the top ten in 7A, another opponent of Albertville. Uh, on into 4A, American Christian still number one. Madison Academy jumps up to number two. Mobile Christian goes to number three. Gordo is at four. Good Hope at five. And following the loss to uh, Gunnersville, Madison County drops down to number six. As far as games go tonight, we're back in region play. Um, in Class 5A Region 7, obviously Gunnersville is going to travel to Sardis to take on the Lions tonight. Boaz travels to Fairview. Uh, Douglas is off. And Crossville is going to host West Point. In Class 6A Region 7, Oxford is off. Fort Payne travels to Scottsboro. Springville travels to Southside. Arab was supposed to play uh, Pell City this evening as their homecoming game. Uh, Pell City actually forfeited their game last week, and they have forfeited again against Arab this week. Arab was able to plug in Locust Fort, though, um, so they're going to get to keep their homecoming game. It's going to be a game of no record, so neither team will get a get to uh, plug this in as a win or a loss. But nevertheless, Arab gets to have their homecoming tonight, and they will play against Locust Fort. In Class 4A Region 7, Madison County travels to North Jackson, try and bounce back from the loss against Gunnersville. Uh, Madison Academy is going to host Randolph. New Hope travels to Westminster. Uh, and like I said, DAR is not going to play tonight. They were supposed to play region foe St. Paul, but that game has been forfeited by St. Paul because of COVID. 
and that's exactly who we're going to talk to. We're going to talk with Coach Joel Poole, the head guy over at DAR. Always fun to visit with Coach Poole. So we're going to see how things have been going in this weird season for them. They picked up two big wins last week. So when we come back from break, we're going to sit down with Coach Poole. And this is Joe Cagle, and this is the High School Football Pregame Show. We'll be right back. Gunnersville's Church of Christ at 800 Gunner Avenue is so proud to support the Gunnersville Wildcats. The Church of Christ is a loving, friendly church in the city. They're a congregation of Christ that welcomes all visitors and follows the teachings of Jesus. Find out more about the Gunnersville Church of Christ on their Facebook page. And the Gunnersville Church of Christ certainly supports the Gunnersville Wildcats. Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville reminds you when you imagine your little one's future, imagine a beautiful smile. Your child should have a checkup by an orthodontic specialist no later than age 7. Call Lakeview Orthodontics at 256-582-3398 and schedule your free exam. Dr. Don Smicky, your hometown orthodontic specialist at 1939 Patterson Street in Gunnersville, supports our Gunnersville Wildcats. Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. And I'm now joined by DAR head coach Joel Polk. Uh, coach, you guys have had a little bit of a weird year. I mean, you know, nothing nothing that a lot of other teams aren't used to. But I guess you finally got to play two games in a row last week. You won both of them. So talk a little bit about how nice it was to get on the field and, and how, how nice it was to see your team perform that way. Uh, it definitely was. We, uh, you know, it's kind of like practicing all year and, uh, lifting and conditioning and not getting any rewards for it. And uh, it's, it's been a, a trying year, to say the least. Two weeks ago when we played Westminster, we still we had some uh, some linemen still quarantined. And uh, we we actually took number 82 and made him number 65 and number 44 and made him number 61. And, and so we played with receivers at tackle and linebackers at guard and center and you know, and and astonishingly, somehow we pulled out a win, and um, uh, can't be prouder, can't be more prouder than those kids that went out there and did that. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was two good wins in a row back to back. We one game we couldn't couldn't play very good defense, and last week we didn't play very good offense, and the defense played well. So it's just been one of those seasons, and uh, it was good to be on the field and not worry about this other stuff. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's it's tough, and I know a lot of people have had, like I said, a lot of people have had to deal with exactly what y'all have had to deal with. But who who are some of the players, when you have got on the field, who are some of the players that have stood out for you? Well, uh, Tyler Darling, our running back, he's had a, a good year. He's been very consistent. He, uh, you know, He's probably averaging 80, 90 yards a game. Um, Brady Largen is, a, as we call a flex back, he can line up anywhere from wide receiver to dot nine in the backfield. And uh, he does a lot of good things for us. He's, he's actually rushed for over 100 yards a game. He's had a, had a good year. Our quarterback is new to us, uh, Cameron Lindsey. I, I say new to us. He's he's a junior, but uh, he's first year quarterback. He's throwing for a little over a hundred. You know, it's kind of a different look for for us. We we in the past we've been throwing the ball a little bit more than we have, but we're letting Cam, you know, get through the learning curve, and he's done really well. And uh, uh, we've we've been proud of him. So I've been proud of the offensive linemen. Uh, they've they've come on and done well defensively. Uh, Matthew Dole, one of our inside linebackers, is, is playing really well. Matthew Morrison is the other inside linebacker, and they've had they've had good years so far. Mason Walker on the defensive front, Blake Tandy in the secondary. So, you know, it, it's just been uh, it's, it's been one of those strange years, and uh, you know we're fighting through it. And that's you know 
I told them when we began this thing, I said it's all about perseverance, and it's and it's been very very true this year. How has um how has your team's attitude been through through all this? I mean, have they have they kept a good head on their shoulders about everything? Well, you know, when we when we've we've had to forfeit the games in the past, I know they were super super down about it, and of course, um, this the one that we the one that we're in this week is not on on our on our side, but they're super down about that. It's it's, it's just real disappointing. Kids, you know, ultimately they want to play football, and so that's uh, that's been disappointing to those guys. And um, you know, but I will say this: they um, they get back up for you know for the next week and carry on and that's you know that's all we expect out of them and all we can do uh you know it's super um it's super disappointing as coach you know to uh, for our coaches uh, a lot of time and effort and field mowing and weed eating and painting the field goes into to this to not get to play uh, friday nights are kind of your reward for all the hard work so it's, it's been disappointing but you know they'll pick back up next week hopefully where, where we left off you've um you've been in the coaching ranks for for quite a while now would you say this might be easily the, the the most challenging year that you've ever been a head coach? It's right up there at the top, if not. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, you never know what every day, every time the sun comes up, you never know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a call with uh, from about a COVID here and a test there and this school, that school. It just you just never know what you're gonna get. Well, coach, I appreciate it. I know it's been a it's been a it's been a weird year, but it sounds like when y'all have taken the field, you've got a pretty good team. So you're probably pretty. Let's let's assume you're gonna. Besides tonight, let's assume you're gonna get to play these next few games. Are you looking forward to how you think this team's gonna finish the year out? I, I am. I, I'm there. We have a young team. Uh, I think we only have about seven seniors, and um, most of our our starters are underclassmen, and uh, but they're getting better every week. Uh, they've had a good attitude, like I said, and. I mean, it, you know, we have opportunities out there in the next four weeks, and hopefully we can reach out and get some more wins and maybe make the playoffs. That's our ultimate goal, goal anyway, and that would be a tremendous feat for this team right now, the way, you know, what all they've done. So, yeah, we're, we're excited. We'd still love to come to practice every day and go in the weight room, and we might have a mask on, but we're smiling underneath it. So we're just going to keep on going. <laughs> Good deal, Coach. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, Sand Mountain Toyota is a proud supporter of Guntersville Wildcat football. Hey folks, Mark Briggy, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're proud sponsors of Guntersville Wildcat football and cheerleaders. Go Wildcats, have a great season, and check out our first-time driver program. Sand Mountain Toyota, more than a dealership, a community partner, inviting you to shop online and view their entire inventory. Quality automotive services and unrivaled customer service. Go Wildcats, for Mark and the entire staff at Sand Mountain Toyota. This is Pastor Ricky Smith of Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I hope you'll join me and the congregation for our Sunday morning worship service live on WTWX this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Hey everybody, this is Michael Wilder, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I just want to take a minute to invite all junior and senior high students to come hang out and worship with us on Wednesday nights from 6 until 8 p.m. with our youth group, Momentum Student Ministries. And remember that you are loved by God and go Wildcats. Tonight, Bill Yancey with his archive of Wildcat football memories will take us back 54 years to the Gunnersville Sardis game from 1966. This was a time when American lives were being changed forever as Bill sat there in the press box with Governor Lurleen and George Wallace. 
the Vietnam War, and civil rights turmoil were both leading to protest all over America. And a spotlight was cast on our great state of Alabama. This night, the Gunnersville Wildcat faced what was probably the greatest team in Sardis history and their greatest player, Gary Godfrey, as they zipped us 35 to nothing to go on to a 10-0 undefeated season. Our Wildcat memory tonight comes from the press box of Gunnersville versus Sardis back in 1966. Here is Bill Yancey. Here at halftime. Wallace, this is Bill Yancey of WGSV. Yes, ma'am. Hello, Bill. Miss Wallace, we've met before. Yes, we have. Back Good during to see the you. campaign and back during the um, uh, primary back in May. That's and right. I, I know you're hitting the trail again, and it's, uh, we've got a tough fight ahead of us here from now until November. Well, we've been on the trail since Monday, and of course, it's just wonderful to be back in this great section of the of the state. And what is the occasion you folks are here in uh, Sardis for today? Well, of course, we were in Albertville, Alabama this afternoon. Uh, at 5 o'clock for a rally, and we just came over to enjoy the football game tonight to see these two well, fine teams play. Well, we're seeing uh, two fine teams play, that's for sure, and the Sardis team is unbeaten. It looks like the way things are going right now, they're going to remain that way. Well, yeah. they're both a fine teams, and we're delighted to be here. Well, Ms. Wallace, we're glad to have you, and anything you'd like to say to the uh, listeners here in Marshall County? Well, just that it's wonderful to be back in this section. We will be in Gunnersville, I believe, in the morning. That's right. First thing in the morning, and uh, hope they'll come out and be with us. Well, what about this election over in Georgia. Is that the beginning of the trend across the nation, you think? That could possibly be. Could stunning possibly be. That's right. I think it was. And it could possibly be a change to the trend. That's the beginning of this trend. And because we're very pleased with our election so far. Yeah, I lived in Georgia at one time for about four or five years. And I voted for Lester when he was running for lieutenant governor at one time. It was four years ago. Yes. And he was defeated in the race for lieutenant governor. Now it pulls a stunning upset against the moderate candidate there. Well, that's, that's true. And because we're very pleased with the way this campaign is going now. I believe that strengthens both uh, both the Democratic nominees then. That's right. Yes, ma'am. It's good to talk with you here at halftime. Anything you'd like yes, to say? Yes, I'd like to say, Bill, on behalf of Ms. Wallace and Governor George Wallace, that I think it's a distinct honor to have uh, our state officials of the highest office in the state of Alabama here in Marshall County with us in this uh, occasion. And I, I think it's just wonderful to have them here. And uh, it didn't everybody just to have the governor and his wife at a football we, field. We, we football sure, we're sure proud, and it's honored. Well, you're very kind. You're both very kind. It's our pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Wallace. Thank you. Governor Wallace, would you make that announcement again for our radio audience in case they missed it? Well, we had the $110 million school building bond issue, and so much was allocated to each of the counties uh, based on the uh, uh, teacher uh, units and the amount allocated to Eddie Wall County's system included enough when the next $25 million of these bonds are sold to build a uh, vocational uh, agricultural building here at Sardis High School. They have a nice modern school here, and this is one of the finest high school press boxes and broadcast facilities you'll find. It, is it that right? sure is, and the spirit is wonderful here at Sardis High, and we're seeing two fine football teams from two fine schools, Sardis and Gunnersville, and I do want to congratulate you local people for the fine spirit exhibited here at this fine football game. Although we're from Gunnersville and behind us in this game, Sardis is unbeaten, and uh, the people of Sardis say this is the best team probably in the history of their school. We've got some several college prospects 
playing on well, the Well, that's Sunday. right. You, you all are from Gunnersville. Well, Gunnersville has a fine football club, too, and, of course, the game is not over. Yeah. But it's just good uh, to see these young folks here. They're one of the finest high school uh, football systems in the whole United States. And I, again, want to congratulate uh, the people here at Sardis and the fine people of Gunnersville for the support they give to the... Uh, both of these fine high schools. They both have fine bands, and the Gunnersville Band has just put on an excellent uh, exhibition here at halftime. It's a fine job to Mr. Freddie Pollard, our band director. Yes, sir, he's excellent. In fact, I rode ahead of him in the inauguration parade of President Johnson in 1964, and uh, uh, they, they marched behind us with the Jacksonville State Band and the ballerinas, and Alabama got uh, one of the biggest receptions of anybody. And I want to say I'll be in Gunnersville tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Well, this is, this is a rebroadcast, Governor, we'll say this morning at 11 o'clock. This morning at 11 o'clock. I'll be uh, Saturday morning at 11 o'clock at the courthouse in Gunnersville. Okay, it's been our privilege to talk with you. Thanks again, Governor George C. Wallace. Good to be with you folks, too. And best of luck in that presidential race. Well, thank you very much. We're <laughs> very interested, and they are thinking about Alabama all over the country now, and you can be very proud to be an Alabamian. Well, Governor, as I said to Mrs. Wallace there a moment ago, the stunning upset by Lester Maddox over in Georgia, this could be the beginning across America. Yes, and Jim Johnson won in Arkansas. He was my presidential uh, campaign manager in 64 before I withdrew, and uh, also Judge Rarick was elected in Louisiana, and the man elected uh, Governor of Maryland uh, is a man who ran on the same slogan we used in the preferential primary in Maryland in 64, a man's home is his castle. Thank you, Governor George C. Wallace. Hey, Bill. Well, let's think about it this way. If he gets elected president, uh, we can say, well, we sat in the booth with him at a football game well, in a high school It's stadium. an honor to sit here with Governor George C. Yeah, Wallace and, and for what he has already stood for. <laughs> Fellas, you all are very kind, and I appreciate your sentiment, and uh, I appreciate the way the people of Marshall County, of Eddie War, and DeKalb, and this area of Alabama have treated me each time that I have come into this great section of Alabama. From our archives, you've been listening to Bill Yancey with a visit to the Sardis Press Box in 1966. Listen again next week for more memories of Wildcat football. Welcome in to the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach Reese brought to you with the compliments and the best wishes of Foodland right across the street from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. We'll take a look at tonight's game and the prospects for the Wildcats this season after this word from the folks that present Foodland Plus. Welcome to the Coach Lance Reese Show, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Coach Reese, thanks for joining us today. Good to be here, Joe. Yeah, uh, got a guest with us. Let's talk about who you got with you today. Yeah, we got Logan Pate, uh, junior running back. Had a, you know, had a great season last year, and it's kind of picked up this year. Uh, this week against Madison County, had a big game, 150 yards rushing, uh, two touchdowns. Also threw uh, a passing touchdown. So good night for Logan. Very good night, Logan. Um, talk a little bit about how it felt to have such a good game. Oh man, it just goes into practice. Taking it, taking it from from practice to the field. And, and, and also talk about playing a team like Madison County because, I mean, you know, probably one of the best teams y'all saw all year. How, how did they look on defense? Their linebackers looked really good, and their defensive line looked really good on film. And when we got into the game, I didn't think the run game would have worked like it did, but our line worked their butt off. Nice. Um, you guys have scored a lot this year through the air. Um, have you been comfortable kind of 
waiting your turn because you hadn't really had a huge game yet. You had a really big one this week against Madison County. So just talk about watching these uh, receivers and quarterback do all the work. <laughs> well, man, it doesn't bother me at all. I yeah. mean, pass game opens up the run game, run game opens up the passing game. Yep, for sure. Uh, what's your favorite part about this year's offense? I mean, just being able to do whatever we need to do to win. A bunch of points. <laughs> Coach, talk about Logan's uh, – what he brings as a junior, I know he's what he's improved on from year to year. Yeah, you know Logan uh, as a sophomore rushed for over a thousand yards, which is uh, definitely something to be proud of. This year he's in the offseason; he's got bigger and stronger. Uh, I think uh, this last game you could see his power more than he had last mm -hmm. year. He's hitting the hole and then looking to make cuts. Uh, sometimes you can make cuts at the line and get you moving more laterally, but Logan is really going downhill, uh, running through tackles. Obviously, you gotta give credit to that offensive line. Got three seniors up there and a couple of returning starters from last year, so you know they're doing their job. And then, like you said before, uh, if the passing game's going, it just uh, opens up the run game and vice versa. I know when we went uh, heavy, Logan goes to quarterback, and we bring in Jarrell, and they had two guys out there doubling Jack Harris. So mm -hmm. that just takes another guy out of the box. Yep. You know, this week. You know, maybe they realize they need to stop the run, and it opens up the passing game. So, right. as long as we have balance and low line, and and uh, the offense keeps doing their job, it's going to be fun to watch. Let's talk about one of the best plays that wasn't Friday night. So, you have an 80-yard touchdown run. You jump over a defender. One of the best plays that I've ever seen. Um, is that the first time you've ever jumped over somebody in a game like that? Yes, sir. Did you know it was a penalty at the time? <laughs> I did not. I didn't think it was. I don't know. To me, I don't know what else you're supposed to do in that situation. You know, if it you know if it presents itself to you, you're right. Every time you're going to do that, right? Every time, right? You're going to jump over him. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, I think it's human nature. Somebody's trying yeah. to dive at your legs to uh, that you're going to try to jump them. I actually sent that play back into the officials, and they call me hurdling. Uh, it's illegal to hurdle in high school now. College, you know, Najee Harris does it every week. Every NFL, week. Mm -hmm. uh, they do it. High school, it's a rule, but uh, you can't jump over them if the defender's got two feet on the ground. My argument was I thought he was diving at Logan's oh, legs yeah. and it already left the ground, which would have made it legal. But That's interesting. You know, they. I think it's more or less a rule so that if I'm coming in waist high, he can't just jump over me, which could cause injury for yeah. him. Now, if somebody's diving at your shins, like I felt like was the case with Logan, mm -hmm. like you said, it's just a natural human instinct to yeah. avoid contact, and that's what he did. So, regardless, I'm with you, Joe. That was one of the best <clears> runs <throat> I've uh, I've seen him make, and a uh, huge play. Hate to see it called back, but mm -hmm. uh, he's got it on the highlight film from for now sure. On, for sure, for sure. <laughs> it's legal in college, that's so right. you can there use you it. <laughs> um, what about the touchdown pass? I know you guys have. Uh, is it the third time I think y'all ran that play this year so far? About the third or second, maybe? I'm not sure how many times we've run it. Uh, Logan. I've thrown it three times. You've thrown it three times? You yeah. had several touchdown passes uh, last year. Uh, yeah. Logan, Logan was a quarterback originally, right. then kind of moved in there. So it's uh, always something we've got in the arsenal. He throws a really good deep ball. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, thought it was a good time to, you know, good time mm. to call it. Called it on first down and kind of, I thought, broke the game all the way yeah. open at that point. What is there a pretty excited when that call comes to the huddle i mean you gotta uh, be right <laughs> yes sir i like throwing it every yeah time, yeah for sure absolutely and then to connect on a touchdown well good stuff um we appreciate you bringing logan this week coach um huge week last week obviously just just 
I, I know how happy you were to see Logan have the game that he had against Madison County. Oh, yeah, we knew that uh, Logan needed to touch the ball more. It's kind of odd that we, uh, you know, the past couple games, we've been pulling the varsity out at the half. Uh, and uh, we know, I've got no doubt Logan's a good running back, so I don't have to see him risk injury in the second half just for the sake of kind of padding his stats. So, and he and I had talked about that at the half before. So mm-hmm. we knew his time was going to come, and it did come. And, you know, as we play these tougher teams and he's in there for four quarters, hopefully even bigger numbers will appear. Good deal. Well, this is the Coach Lance Reese Show, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville, and we'll be right back in a moment. Wildcat fans, you need to pack your boogie with savings this weekend at Foodland Plus because the Wildcat sponsors across my high school in the Southgate Shopping Center are featuring things like T-Bone Steak that's normally $9.29 a pound, $5.99 a pound this week. And back in the produce market, you're going to find number one new crop Russet potatoes, an eight-pound bag, usually four thirty-nine, just two ninety-nine. Seriously, fans, these are real specials for real special-seeking folks. You folks at Foodland, the folks that bring you the Lance Reese Show every week during the football season, come see us. You will really save when you do at Foodland across from high school. And we're back with the Coach Lance Free Show. Coach, we're about halfway through the season now, so let's uh, let's look at some stats. Who's leading you guys on both sides of the ball right now? Yeah, offensively, uh, Cole McCarty's having a big year. He was uh, right now he's seventy six of a hundred uh, with twenty one touchdown passes. And, you know that's seventy six percent passing. Strong. That's strong on mm-hmm. any level, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure he would give credit to his receivers. Uh, and not to mention too, I've, I've I'm sorry, but, but the fact that in two games. He's not played in the second half. No, he has not played in the second half. You're you know. correct. Before coming into this one, yeah. Last game, everybody was talking about Logan as I was, and then I got the stats after the game. Yeah, and realized that uh, Cole was 23 of 25. Yeah, or, or that's that's uh, sorry. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty pretty amazing. So yeah. uh, anyway, receiving wise, uh, Cooper Davidson's are leading. He's got 28 catches with eight touchdown passes, and then Jack's got 25 with six. Fusell's got 12 catches. Uh, I think uh, Evan Taylor and Sam Kennedy also mm-hmm. caught balls. Michael Rath caught some balls as yeah. well. Uh, Tucker Leach has made some plays. So we've got a number of guys that can catch the ball. I know a lot of people, you know, Jack's a senior and 6'4 and just a great player, but we've got enough other guys that when they start doubling Jack, we can get the ball to them. Uh, Pate on the year has got uh, – he's uh, had 82 attempts for 575 yards. Average in uh, seven yards per carry with five touchdowns. Uh, Jarrell Williamson, who starts at Mike Linebacker, we break him in that heavy package. He's got three touchdowns. Defensively uh, for the year, Jarrell's our leading tackler with 48 tackles. Uh, he's followed by senior outside linebacker Jordan Griffin, who's got 23 tackles. And then uh, Miller Kuttner leads us for uh, – He's kind of our tackle for loss leader. Yeah, he's got um, he's got eight sacks or tackles for loss. Another interesting thing about this group, we've got 15 interceptions. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's uh, I think four of them were returned for touchdowns. McKinley Hampton intercepted one, returned it for a touchdown yep. this week. So, uh, those are big plays on defense. But anytime the defense scores, it kind of it's almost like scoring twice to me. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And 15 takeaways, uh, and then I. I don't know if I realized that Jarrell's had that many tackles. But yeah. That's, that's strong. 
through. Yeah, yeah. Jarrell's really five games played. Yeah, the the move to inside linebacker for Jarrell was a, mm-hmm. you know a big one, and he's really taking on that responsibility of being the signal caller and takes a lot of pride in it. And then he's athletic enough that he makes tackles, you know, sideline to sideline. So uh, proud of the whole defense for improving like they have since last year, as well as Jarrell's play. Yeah, I've noticed something too about this team, and you know, I've covered covered you guys for numerous years now. It's not that past teams haven't liked each other but I just seem there seems to be such a closeness on this team am I wrong yeah you're right there's a lot of camaraderie and uh you know you mentioned we've played the JV I, I think other than the Arab game we've put the JVs in at least at some point yeah and I like to watch the film and I like to watch the sideline when those young guys get in you can see the old guys having a lot oh, of fun yeah, and cheering it. them on so mm-hmm. uh when you've got that kind of you know that kind of respect for the old guys, for the young guys, and vice versa, it makes a big difference. And you're right. They just enjoy practicing, don't mind uh, being coached hard. And, it, you know, that's a lot of reason we have success today. Yeah, for sure. So we move on to another region game now, back to region play with Sardis. Sardis has not had a typical Sardis year. It's been a little bit rough for Coach Hill and those guys over there. But Coach Hill's a good coach going to Sardis. So talk a little bit about making that trip uh, yeah. tonight. Yeah, Sardis has had some really good teams in the past, and they were uh, really senior heavy last year, so it's kind of been a rebuilding year for them. But we've got to go on the road to Sardis, and, uh, you know, if we want to play on the first round, we've still got to – still very important that we try to win that region, so it's an important game. Uh, can't Sometimes you have a letdown after a big top five matchup like we had last sure. week, and then we got fall break the next week. So we got to make sure that we uh, keep our – uh, mind on the task at hand, and we want to make sure that we're a better team after the game than we were coming in. Good deal. You've been listening to the Coach Lance Reese Show, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is just minutes away. Coach, appreciate it. Thank you. Fans, again, a big invitation to come shop and save with us at the Foodland Store across from my high school over in the Southgate Shopping Center because this week you can buy Dr. Pepper or Coca-Cola products, three six-packs of half-liter bottles for just $9. Normally, you pay $4.29 for a six-pack. And Frito-Lay Doritos, two of the nine-ounce bags, five bucks. Hey, these savings are yours all this week at Foodland Plus. But we're limited to quantities on hand. So don't dither. Come on in to Foodland, and we appreciate your patronage every time you shop with us at Foodland Plus. The folks that bring you the Lance Reese Show across from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. Fans, that's it for this edition of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Join us prior to each Wildcat game for the Coach Lance Reese Show, brought to you by the good folks at Foodland Plus, right across from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. See you next time on the Coach Lance Reese Show for Foodland Plus. Foodland Plus.